Nikude Behechola for Lakute Sichis, Volume 17, Sicha of Behar, number 3. And again, this is only a Nikuda, one dot for the Sicha in itself is amazingly rich in its width, length, and depth, and layers. And this is only one Nikuda of that Sicha. The title is Celestial Convergence. The Baal Shem Tov teaches that every event that takes place, regardless of how mundane it may be, and of whether it is concerning a Jew, human, animal, plant, or inanimate object, all is under the divine providence, and hence perfectly orchestrated. How much more so concerning that of Torah and mitzvot. Hence the fact that the Torah reading of Bahar, the study of chapter 4 of Ethics of Our Fathers. I want to make a note here that according to the custom, a chapter of Ethics of Our Fathers is learned every Shabbat from Passover until Shavuot and sons study until Rosh Hashanah. So this Shabbat would be the fourth chapter. And that this is the week of Lagba Omer. All converge is definitely perfectly orchestrated within God's perfection. And being that on the week of Lagba Omer, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai's Yom Hilula, his yard site, which is the day on which, quote, all of the tzaddik's actions, his Torah and the divine service in which he engaged all the days of his life, end quote, reach completion, we study specifically the teaching of, in the chapter of four of ethics of our fathers, Mishnah number 13, quote, Rabbi Shimon would say, there are three crowns, the crown of Torah, the crown of priesthood, and the crown of sovereignty. But the crown of good name surmounts them all. Hence, we must say that this teaching, which we're going to study on the Shabbat of Lagba Omer, the day of the completion of all his works in this world, embodies the completion of Rabbi Shimon's life's work. In the portion of Bihar, we find two contradictory themes. One, we speak of the descent of the Jewish people. One, the worry of, and you shall see, should say, what will we eat in the seventh year if we're not going to work the field because it's a sabbatical year. Two, reaching a point of, quote, sold to a resident non-Jew among you or to an idol of the family of a non-Jew, end quote. The person has reached such a low level that he's being sold to a slave and not even to one of his own brothers. To the point of thinking, since my master worships idol, I will also be like him. Hence, we see that this Torah portion is speaking of the descent of the Jewish people. Note, the Rebbe is speaking of the spiritual descent. However, see Tractic Kedushin, page 20a, which defines the entire portion speaking of the physical descent due to a lack of repentance. So on one hand, we find the theme of descent. But on the other hand, B, we speak of the Jewish people at the absolute ascent of being, as the opening verse of the Torah portion, and the Lord spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai, speak to the, Jew, the children of Israel. And the meaning behind this is, that the Jewish people's receiving the Torah at Mount Sinai, which is the pinnacle of ascent, 
was specifically for the purpose of their leaving the spirituality and isolation of Mount Sinai, and that even in the descent of soul to an idol of the family of a non-Jew, they should rise above the challenges of nature and remain, as the Torah portion reads at the end, for the children of Israel are servants to me, end quote, and to no other. So too, with the teaching of Rabbi Shimon, we're going to find these two contradictory themes and its purpose. It is understood that by the people of good deeds that the crown of good names surmounts the crown of Torah. However, concerning Rabbi Shimon, who the Talmud in Shabbat, page 11a, who rules that he is, whose Torah is their vocation, to the point of, quote, they do not stop for prayer, end quote, and other mitzvot. Why does the crown of good name, which is all about good deeds, surmount the crown of Torah when crown of Torah is their vocation? Now, even though those who Torah is their vocation need to also do good deeds, just as the people of good deeds need to study Torah, nevertheless, the crown of Torah should be highest for them. More so, in the Jerusalem Talmud, upon discussing Rab Shimon's not having to stop st Torah study in order to do mitzvot, it questions, would not Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai agree that one interrupts his Torah study to make a sukkah or a lulav? Does not Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai agree because he who studies in order not to do would have been better off had he not been born? End quote. The deeper meaning is that doing is the completion of Torah study itself. Our sages teach in Tractic Brachot, page 17, side A, quote, The objective of Torah wisdom is to achieve repentance and good deeds, end quote. Hence, it isn't that good deeds are higher than Torah, the contrary, but rather that good deeds complete quote, objective of, end quote, Torah study, which is the highest of all. Hence, the crown of Torah should surmount all, especially when Rabbi Shimon, being the student of the great Rabbi Akiva, who ruled in Tractic Kedushin 40 side B, greater is study, greater study than action. So for Rabbi Shimon himself, the crown of Torah should have surmounted even over the crown of good name, which refers to good deeds. The explanation is, the purpose of creation is, according to the Medrash Tanchuma, quoted in Tanya, chapter 36, to make for God a dwelling place here below. Now this is not accomplished just by doing mitzvot, but rather there needs to as well be Torah study, at the level of total worldly isolation of, quote, whose Torah is their entire vocation. The reason to this is, the rule that the Talmud in Brachot, page 5, side B, states, quote, a prisoner cannot free himself from prison, end quote, but rather needs someone outside the prison to free him. So too, the only way to free oneself from the constraints of the physical coarseness is through one who is outside of it. 
Hence, for the people of good deeds to be able to accomplish elevating and transforming the prison of the physical coarseness into a dwelling place for God, they must have those whose Torah is their vocation free them from the coarseness of engaging and imbue them with this power. And for this, whose Torah is their vocation, in order to be able to connect and imbue the people of good deeds, they must have that from the very onset of their own Torah study that it is solely for, quote, for the sake of doing, end quote. Now, however, the question begs to be asked, how can someone whose entire life is Torah study, which is about isolation, to be solely for the sake of doing, which is engaging? And the answer is, this can only be done when the entire focus is on abnegation of self to the will of God. Within the infinite will of God, all is equal. Hence, the ultimate Torah study spiritual abnegation and the ultimate worldly engagement of doing good deeds coexist. Henceforth, a man with the total humility and self-abnegation of Rabbi Shimon can have his entire isolation of absolute Torah study be with the sole purpose of connecting, engaging, and empowering all the people who do good deeds. Hence we find in Tractic Shabbat, page 33b, the story that after 13 years of Rabbi Shimon and his son Rabbi Eliezer isolating in a cave, studying Torah, and when Rabbi Eliezer came out and saw that people were working instead of studying Torah, he, he said, I'm going to quote the Talmud, every place that they directed their eyes was immediately burned. Then everywhere that Rabbi Eliezer would strike, Rabbi Shimon would heal. Rabbi Shimon said to Rabbi Eliezer, My son, you and I suffice for the entire world as the two of us are engaged in the proper study of Torah. End quote. For through their Torah study of isolation, which was all from the onset connected for the sake of doing, therefore all their actions of people of good deeds were creating a dwelling place for God. And this is the meaning of the teaching. Crown of good name surmounts them all. For the entire crown of Torah must be saturated with, for the sake of doing, the crown of good name.